Live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Lloyd's in Lincoln with former Syracuse Orange and Long Beach State basketball star Ramel Lloyd Sr. and current Nebraska basketball athlete Ramel Lloyd Jr. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Ramel Sr. and Ramel Jr. Brought to you by Canopy Street Market. There we go. I was wondering what was happening there. I had my mic switched up. <laughs> Welcome in, though. Nonetheless, Lloyd's and Lincoln. I'm Harrison Arns, one of the ones and twos. We got Ramel Lloyd Sr. in here, host as always. And again, you guys want to join the show, Starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685, as well as we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Uh, but man, it's been, uh, it's been a busy month for Ramel Lloyd Jr. in particular. Oh, Another show without him, but he's stuck in the air right now. Yep. Yeah. We're going to fine him for sure <laughs> yeah, when he comes back. Um, he's not he, he's not handling his his job over here. So we're gonna we're gonna find him. What's the fines over here, Harrison? What are we, what are we gonna get him fine wise? Yeah, I don't know. I've, DP's fines. What does that look like? I, that's a good we, question. We gotta figure that out because my man over here got us holding up all the weight. I know we have uh, to just change the name of the show to Lloyd and Lincoln. <laughs> Should be we Lloyd and Lincoln, one. right? Lloyd and Lincoln. Old man Lloyd and Lincoln. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Ramel, uh, he was actually supposed to uh, call in like he did last week because he's still traveling. Obviously, school's tomorrow. Yep. So obviously he had to he had to get back. But he was in California. He was home in L.A. visiting, and that uh, the hurricane is coming through, which is crazy. It's like Florida weather, you know. So the hurricane is coming through. He had original flight at 11 a.m. to leave uh, L.A., uh, and we had to change it to six this morning, mm-hmm. um, so he can get out of there because they they start they already started power outages and they already started canceling flights, uh, and they were saying that he could have been stuck in L.A. for like another three days. Yeah. So <clears throat> instead of getting a straight flight from L.A. going to Omaha, which he had, he has to uh, fly out to Phoenix. Uh, so he went out to Arizona and. I think he just got on a flight now, coming here to Omaha. So at least, uh, at least we got him out of there in time because he really, he really didn't want to miss the first day of school. If you could, believe yeah, that's that. tough. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a good. I know the first yeah. week was quote unquote syllabus week. I, yeah. It took me uh, my second year. I realized it's like, hey, maybe don't be the student that the teacher sees you on week two. Exactly. Don't set that rule. Exactly. So for all those listening, don't don't treat that week one no, as a joke. Show up important. to your classes. It's important. It is. I think he's a little bit excited this year too because. I don't know how many classes he's actually had on campus since he's been here. I don't think he's ever had any COVID. On yeah, campus. I'm sure the because did he? Did no, he, he wasn't here with COVID, but he did have a lot of uh, online classes. So uh, this is the first year he's trying to go out on campus and have a little bit of a college life instead of just you know basketball home and then doing work online. Yeah. I think it's healthy for the kids to go to school sometime. Like, I mean, I'm in a different. I'm from a different era. We didn't have a choice necessarily to do yeah. online classes. So I know, I know what the campus life uh, brought to me as far as the camaraderie. You know, uh, talking and being involved with other students. That's not like you know when you play basketball, you're with your teammates all day, mm-hmm. nonstop, right? But you get to meet other students that's necessarily not athletes or whatever the case may be, and it's you know it's fun. It's fun. It's a good college experience overall yeah i took a lot of uh online classes through work and stuff but i definitely preferred in person especially i mean if you're just being real if you're paying for a university you're doing yourself a disservice not showing up to the campus like it's a beautiful the facilities are nice the teachers are great um and you can get some of that online but it's just not it's It's not not as streamlined yeah it's not the same same. and you i mean you're 
like I said, you're spending your resources, like you're teaching yourself on some of that stuff. You're going all online. Yeah, exactly. Like you have teachers, but you're teaching yourself. Use campus. Go there in person. That's what the money's Use for. It. Use yeah. it. Now, I do understand, uh, you know, athletes having a certain amount of classes. Like I said, with online. work, I still right. had to take some online ones. You had to take some online ones. And it's good because, you know, especially when the season starts oh, yeah. and they start traveling and they start doing it's, it, it, the workload becomes a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been there where. You know, we're in, we're on the road somewhere. I'm in a plane trying to get a paper done, or you know, and it's it gets tough. So, I do understand that, but it should be a nice little mix, I think. Yeah, absolutely, nice nice little blend in there. Um, and again, that's I'm just super excited for the school year to start. I'm super excited for this football team. Super yep. excited for this basketball team. Um, obviously, softball with Jordy Ball, like that one right there. Super exciting. I mean, it, it, this is probably just my favorite time of year, right? Yeah, Especially, I'm not yeah. a big baseball guy, so right. for all my baseball listeners <laughs> out there, but like this is when things really start kicking up for me. You know, preseason yeah, NFL yeah. is going on. Um, yeah, man, I'm just super excited. I'm sure Ramel Lloyd Jr. is just ready to get the season yeah, going too. Yeah. I, you can feel the energy around here. You know, oh, this, yeah. this is my first time, obviously, being in Lincoln, you know, during this time of year and kind of being here full time. And you can feel the energy around of the excitement, like you said, of so many people anticipating great seasons coming up and the excitement of sports. You know, uh, the weather is supposed to be changing, but that's that abs- that, that that didn't happen yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still. I'll be honest. This has been a good August. This is this hot. has been a good man. This you should. Hot. August is typically like this from like start to finish. Really? Yeah, it's usually pretty miserable. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, you know, I'm coming from California and, you know, we're supposed to be known as the weather, hot weather and so on and so forth. Everybody tell me, oh, you're going to Nebraska, you're going to freeze. Now, I know it's going to get cold. I'm not saying it's not going to get cold. Yeah, those wind tunnels are real. But so far since I've been here, this has been the hottest place I've ever lived. (laughs) And I've lived all over the world. Yeah, it's the humidity. Oh my goodness, uh-huh. it's so hot. But you know, I'm not complaining because I know when that winter comes, it's going to be a different, a different feeling. But um, I'm kind of looking forward to it, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little bit. I'm a little looking forward to the cold a little bit. It's been a while since I lived in cold weather. When was the last time you were in the cold? Uh, I mean, do you consider f- 50 degrees cold? No, man, no, right? that's, not, <laughs> that's not cold, huh? No. So yeah, I mean, I, you know, in California, it gets. It gets to about 32 freezing overnight, maybe yeah. late, right, real, real early in the morning and stuff like that. But, you know, obviously that temperature really doesn't last throughout the day. Um, so I'm I'm thinking 50s is what they call. I mean, they come. I, I don't own a jacket anymore. So, <laughs> you, know, I, you know, obviously I'm from New York originally. Yeah. And, um, I've been in California for 20 years uh, plus now, and um, I don't own a jacket. Like, I don't have a jacket. That's insane. If you give me in Nebraska, and they got four seasons in there. Oh yeah, you know. Well, you can get. We talked about this the other day. It's four seasons in a day here. Yeah. Every once in a while, one day you'll have all four seasons. That's a concept. (laughs) You know, know, I didn't realize that like families, what they'll do is like they'll pack their winter clothes and put those away. Like I guess it's the thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's never real here. Yeah. You just got it all ready to go every day, like you said. You better be prepared. Well, I got to go out and get a jacket. So. Um, you know, I guess when you're young and you're growing up, like you're outside, yeah. you know, you're taking public transportation, you're playing in the snow and all of that, and you need it. But as an adult, you're kind of in and out the car, in and out your office, in and out. You got that garage, yeah, so you're not really much, walking through the cold. How much do I really need a jacket? <laughs> I, you know, I think I could get away with just some light sweater and going in and out the office to work. Yeah. Well, so, you know, what, what are you most looking forward to? Obviously, you know, probably basketball being one, but what are you mm-hmm. most looking forward to this season? You know, getting your first real – you know, first year here with Romello Jr. at Nebraska. Uh, yeah, well, you know, to be honest with you, I'm just really happy and excited to be uh, here with my son, um, you know, to be able to to watch him and watch him mature, watch him go through his journey. Um, 
you know, and be nearby because that's that's just what we do. That's who we are as a family. Uh, and this was the first time last year where we we weren't able to to be around him as far as going to his games, helping him develop, you know, helping him with off the court things, things of that nature. And don't get me wrong, Ramel is is becoming a grown young man. Yeah, he does his own thing. He lives in his own space and place. And you know, it's funny because I, I really now that we're here. I don't talk to him or see him as much. Well, I see him more, obviously, but I don't talk to him as much as I did when we were in California because it's a, it's a comfort of knowing that I don't need to talk to him. I'm right down the street. If he needs me, he can just come over, mm-hmm. right? So it's so he, he does his thing. He's extremely busy. I'm busy. Uh, you know, we I don't see him as much, but that'll change probably a little bit more in the season start. The fact that we can go to games, we can actually travel. You know, I'm a Big East guy and a Big West guy. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of experience with the Midwest uh, basketball scene as well. Like a lot of these arenas and things. I played in a lot of arenas around the country. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's a lot of arenas in this area that I've never even been to. So, like, I'm excited about that. Like, I'm going to go on the road. You know, I've never been to Michigan State. I've never been to Michigan. I've never been to Purdue. Like, how, almost half the Big Ten I've never even been to before. That's incredible. So, yeah. The so. only downside is Nebraska's got the best one. So, it's not going to no, get better than that. That's great. Well, that was one of the reasons. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why we yeah. came here. You know, I remember decided to come here. But um, just to experience, um, like, I know when I played, I love to go on the road. Indiana's I, I a cool like one to see. Home. Yeah, I heard Indiana was, mm-hmm. like, ridiculous. Old Romel school. told me that last mm-hmm. year. Like, the crowd was so loud. Everybody was into it. And, uh, like, for me as a player, when I played, that was the best atmosphere to go to. I'd rather play on the road. And those atmospheres and play at home. What are some of the best teams that you'd argue when you were playing, especially the Big East? What were some the of those? Big Ten or Big East? Big East or Big um, Ten? Even uh, you know, just if you're playing out of conference, what were some of those environments that you remember as a player just being electric? Well, you know, I played at the Carrier Dome. Okay, I don't know what they call it now. It's not the Carrier Dome. I don't know. Let me look it up. I yeah, couldn't tell you what uh, they call it now. Yeah, something dome. It's not Carrier Dome, but um, I would say that was obviously definitely one of the most unique places. That, that I played at, and it was my home gym. JMA Wireless Dome now. JMA Wireless, right. So um, being at the Carrier Dome was so unique because it's literally a football stadium, right? So I don't know if a lot of people don't know it, but the basketball court is, if you can imagine how a football stadium is when the field is out, the basketball court is literally in the end zone of the the football field right mm-hmm. you, they put the basketball stadium there then they have like this big curtain at the 50 yard line and it blocks out the rest of the the, uh, the stadium and then they bring in the portable fans from the 50 yard line all the way to the to the where the court is right right and then the so it's like 30,000 people in there to watch a basketball game you know, but the downside about it is that I, I believe it, ho- it holds like a hundred thousand or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the uh, you know the, the sound is not what you want it to be because there's so much room in there. Even though it's thirty thousand yeah. people in there, you know, screaming for the cues, you don't really hear it as loud. But it did give us a great advantage because you know most people came in, especially if you're first time playing in there. It's tough because the the depth perception is ridiculous. Like yeah. you, you're looking far back behind. You got to get used to the depth. You got to get used to that big dome on the top. You know, it's so that that was that was really unique uh, place for me uh, to play at. It was my home gym, but uh, the Big East at the time was so so competitive. Yeah, right. It was so competitive. Uh, Syracuse University had just went to 
the national championship the year before my freshman year. They lost to Kentucky uh, in the national championship. And, I, and then I came in the next year. And in the Big East that year, before I got there, my, uh, before I, my senior year in high school, the Big East had uh, Kerry Kittles. Uh, they had Ray Allen, uh, Allen Iverson. Um, John Wallace. You got some dogs I mean, in there. I mean, they were all <laughs> in the same conference battle. That's and insane. Everybody. And that's why I was so attracted to it because yeah. I wanted to play against the best. And I'm missing a lot of people. Like, there's, there's a lot of people that I'm missing, but I'm just off the top of my head, um, I could think of those guys because I remember my wife, she was always, uh, at the time we had VHS or VCR, and she would tape all of those games for me uh, so I could watch, but no, that it was some that was some great times. But as far as the Big Ten is concerned, I never was I never was a Big Ten guy just because of the area that I grew up in. You know, being a, a East Coast guy, like Big Ten was a little bit out of my range, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. But um, I did have I did have a buddy of mine who from the Bronx who played at Minnesota. Okay, and he went to the Final Four. His name's Eric Harris. Okay, yeah, Eric Harris was the point guard for that team that went to the Final Four with. Uh, What's his name? Bobby. Uh, what's Bobby's last name? Bobby Jackson. Okay. What year is this? And uh, this is probably ninety five. Not, is 94. that the year? What year did you graduate? I, I graduated ninety six. I'm gonna look at your NBA draft class. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like a loaded year. Oh, it is a little. I could tell you what the class is. Uh, well, can I? Uh, yeah, I can. Well, that year coming out of high school, we had a couple of guys that went to the NBA straight from my class, which was, of course, uh, we had Jermaine O'Neal and Kobe Bryant were both in my uh, high school graduating class, and those were the two guys that went to the NBA. Oh, and also Steven Jackson, even though he took a little bit of an alternative route to get there. Um, I think he had signed with Arizona first, and that didn't work out, and somehow he just ended up uh, with the Spurs working out. But um, You said the 96? Draft 96 class? was my high school graduation High class. school graduation? Yes. Okay, what about the college? That's what uh, I'm trying to... I came well, out, I guess 96 high school would be the same thing. Well, or no, not really, because I, I don't know how they do their draft class then. I, you know, I, I transferred. Well, some of it, you didn't out. have to so college put it like yet. this. My senior year in college was 2001. Okay, let's look at 2001 yeah, NBA 2001. draft class. Because 96, that would have been like Kobe's. That's when uh, you could still not necessarily have to go to college. You'd go first, right. straight high school. Right, he, just, he went straight to high He just went straight out of the, uh, high school to the NBA, which was nuts at the time, because he was like the first guard in a long long time that done that has done that did you ever see lebron james when he went was going uh straight from high school to the nba did you hear like the comments his own teammates were making about oh yeah him? yeah yeah that was fine i mean it, you know to it's be, just kind of funny to be fair though yeah i mean you i would have said the same thing probably yeah i probably would have thought the same thing you know like he I don't know. LeBron's definitely one of – we ought to go back in this LeBron stuff. And Ramella's not even here. I feel terrible mentioning how great LeBron is and Ramella's not even here. Yeah. Uh, you know how he is with that. That's so. probably fine. <laughs> we would talk, we spent the whole hour. If yeah, brought it up yeah. And he was we would have been on it the whole hour or so. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, how could you imagine a high school kid being that great at that next level? I and mean, he was immediate. Never see, You know, we haven't seen that. Like, the yeah. thing with Kobe is he had some rough starts. Yeah. Like, I think his first game he went – Something atrocious from three. I think it might have been yeah. like an 0 for seven. Well, he didn't. He didn't play much. I mean, yeah. he, he went to he went to the Lakers where they had uh, Eddie Jones there. Mm -hmm. I think Nick Van Exel was there at the time. Uh, then there was another wing. I can't remember who it was. That was very very talented. Fox might have still been guys. there. Yeah, Fox and then, I mean, yeah. you know, so he had some veterans in front of him at that position. Uh, and then Kobe's uh, body wasn't you know uh, as physically as mature as LeBron's was coming out. So. Yeah, it definitely wasn't as strong. Yeah, he, he wasn't took as, that leader wasn't as strong at all. 
Uh, he was he was you know built very slim and light, but he was he was super skilled, super yeah. skilled. So when we were when I was uh, in my high school year, when I uh, I was a Magic Johnson All American game right, okay, Round ball classic, uh, which would be probably equivalent to maybe Jordan's brand today or something. You know, the they change the names of the game all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so Kobe Bryant was my roommate in the All American game. Oh no, kidding! For the whole week, yeah. What so, did that have to be like? It was actually pretty cool because, um, you know, I had grown up the whole time competing against Kobe, right? And then back then, you didn't have social media. You didn't have, you know, these like these kids now, they're all friends and buddies and all that. Like, we hated each other. That's right? what it was kind of, you know that, you say that, <laughs> and just a real quick I, anecdote, this drives me nuts with NBA games. Yeah, yeah. I saw sure. when when Kyrie Irving tells the Boston Celtics, I'm coming back, and then says, nah, never mind, screw you guys, and he's making a scene. And then the Celtics play him, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are all yeah, high-fiving, no doubt. signing a, jerseys after Kyrie just time. dropped 40 on you. It's a, diff- it's a different and time. And you're just high-fiving. Uh, it's different a, it's time. a different time. Different time. I mean, and I think a lot of that, like we always talk about, we always go back to social media. Yeah. Social media changes it. It makes the world smaller, right? So – guys can get in contact with each other they team up on all these different teams you know in my day we had magazines right so you would get a magazine and you would read the top 20 players in the country and you would just see their names mm-hmm. right you didn't necessarily know what they look like you didn't know you know like we would be at tournaments and i'd be standing around like which one is kobe or which one is this one and you're trying to figure it out while you're playing and mm-hmm. you almost built up this competitive nature like when i see that kid i used to scratch people's names off the list like I would have a list of people. That I hear that a lot against. with your because that's all you guys yeah. had. You're reading the paper. Yeah, I'm reading. That's what you I'm got. Reading magazines. You got so names. I would I would scratch their names uh-huh. off the list after I played against them and did what I needed to do. So I had always grew up like, you know, like competitively hating Kobe. Like I'm, I can't wait to play against him. Right, and um, and we got a chance to play against each other a little bit in uh, ABCD camp uh-huh. and things of that nature, but. It was really cool uh, being a roommate with him because then you get to know, like when you go to those All-American all games and things, like all of those guys, we're all together. We're all doing these different events in the community. You know, we're signing autographs. We're going to different places because they bring you down there for like a week or so and you do all of this fun stuff before you actually play the game. Right. Right. So uh, it was it was good getting to know him on a personal level. You know, uh, like I said, we were roommates for that whole week. And uh, he he's a he was a different different kind of seventeen year old. I want that's what I want to ask Very you. What was different. his discipline like? You got to see Extremely it for a week. Extremely diff- disciplined at that age. <laughs> Unreal. So you know, like we're all in Detroit. The, the game was in Detroit. The Magic Johnson was at the uh, Palace. Okay, back in the desk where yep. the Pistons yeah, used to yeah, play. Yeah, I know at. the Palace. And um, Malice in the Palace. Exactly. Knows that one. Exactly. So uh, you know, we were hanging out. You know, guys in the hallway. We trying to do whatever we can just to get out the hotel. And you know, Kobe's in the room watching film. <laughs> I love Kobe's stories. Man. He's watching film, yeah. like literally watching film. We're like seventeen years old, and he's watching film. You know, first of all, he's impressive because he speaks all these languages, right? He's, yeah. You know, he fluently. Um. And at the time, everyone the big the big topics was where are we going to school at, right? Because some of the guys hadn't signed yet, um, so it was like you know, the buzz is where are we going to school, who are we going with, blah blah blah. You know, and Kobe tells me he's like, I'm going to the NBA, right? He's like, I'm not going to go to school because he. A lot of people don't know his dad at the time was coaching at LaSalle University in uh, in uh, the Philadelphia area, so there was a, a lot of people really thought he was going to go to LaSalle. I know he had told me personally that he would think he was thinking about LaSalle, and I believe it was Duke. 
were, wow. were his two schools. And um, he decided, I believe, during that week, at least he told me personally, it wasn't out yet, that he was going to go into the draft. And, you know, I had tremendous respect for him and his game and all that, but it was no way in hell I thought that he can go to the NBA out of high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just like from Unheard me, of. Uh, yeah, I mean, as a guard, you know, tell Kobe's like 6'6", six, six, you know, six, eight, he was, and I was like – yeah, his skill level was there, but I played against him a bunch, and I know how much stronger I was than him because I always was a bigger, stronger guard, and that was my advantage at the mm-hmm. time was, you know, let me just beat him up so he can't get the ball or whatever because, you know, once he got it, it was like, over. Oh, his skill was too high. Yeah, blow by But I was it. able to, you know, use my physical ability to, you know, have a chance to compete a little bit, right? And then back then, you know, you're in high school, you think you're better than everybody. Anyway. You don't, like, yeah, I, hasn't hit you I would yet. never say, like, this guy was better than me or that guy. I felt like I was better than everybody. Um, you know, until you get older, you think back and be like, we wasn't even in the same stratosphere. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think about it when you get older. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, Kobe decides, you know, he's going to the – I believe it came out that week. Um, and the rest is history, man. Like I just, Understatement. Yeah. The rest is history. We have – no one in our class had any clue that, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant will be the icon that he turned out to be. And that was just all because of his work ethic. I mean, he was he were, he were was better than us talent-wise at the time, but the level that he actually got to uh, was unreal just because of his focus and his work ethic and his dedication to the game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I – Kobe will always be just admired for – I mean, he's going to be a forever NBA legend. Like, the ability to motivate an entire uh, – you talk to the NBA yeah. players right now. Oh, yeah. Their favorite player is Kobe. Yeah, absolutely. They'll say they're great, the greatest yeah. player of all time. They'll say Kobe. Yeah, I, I, no, I, understand, I understand why. Yeah. And then, you know, even when – so I, I go to Syracuse. Kobe goes to the NBA. Uh, he's with the Lakers, right? He struggles that year. doesn't mm-hmm. play as much. Um, but then I got a chance – we got a chance to reunite again because I transferred to Long Beach State. So – at the time, the NBA Summer League was at Long Beach State at my school. So, you know, the Lakers are, are playing, and this is Kobe's second year, and uh, he he's walking, uh, getting ready to go on the court. You know, and I'm in, I'm in the locker room because my locker room. So, I, you know, I run up behind him and grab him, put him in the headlock, you know. And, you know <laughs> and he turns around. He's like, yo, what you doing out here? You know, because he had known I went to Q's, but I – transferred it so i got a chance to to hang with him and i would see him over the years you know from time to time as he you know became this living living legend um and i would have a chance to see him time to time but yeah i I mean i have my those are a couple of my kobe stories um but like you said the the nba this generation like they got kobe stories for days because he was just uh you know that special yeah he kind of has that effect that you know michael kind of did back in the day where it's like if kobe ever you know shouted you out or even mentioned you oh yeah like that's such a high honor you know for a guy of that stature to even mention you or you know comment positively on your game it's it's just awesome to kind of have that but yeah i'm obviously a big kobe fan i think I think pretty much all of the NBA world is yeah, Kobe fans at this point for what he's done to the game. But with that being said, that's a good spot to go ahead and go to break. Again, this is uh, Lloyd's and Lincoln, just Lloyd and Lincoln today, but that's all right. We'll yeah. get Romel Lloyd Jr. back Lloyd in stories. here next week. School's <laughs> starting up, so he's got to be around regardless. Nonetheless, we'll throw it to break here. Catch you guys on the other side of the break. <laughs> 